Do you want to learn how to get started with SEO today? Hey, podcast listeners, Jen here. Are you struggling with marketing your business, feeling overwhelmed by the demands and unsure of how to attract your ideal clients? Well, we've got the solution for you. Introducing our second annual Creative Marketing Summit, a virtual event happening from February 13th through the 15th in 2024. Join us as we bring together industry experts who will share their invaluable insights and actionable strategies to help you transform your marketing game. Whether you're a business owner or a female entrepreneur in the service industry, this summit is your ticket to success. And thanks to our premier sponsor, Tailwind, it's 100% free. So mark your calendars for February 13th through the 15th in 2024 and go sign up right now at creativemarketingsummit.com or click the link in the show notes. Welcome back to Marketing Strategy Academy podcast, where we help female entrepreneurs go from marketing overwhelm to an easy streamlined strategy and system that includes Pinterest and repurposing content to grow their businesses when they have very little time. I'm your host, Jen Vasquez. Let's jump right into it. If so, then stick around because my guest is sharing about all of that and more. And she is also someone that I work with for my SEO. Welcome to the show. I'm Jen Vasquez. Using my proven Pinterest marketing method, I help hyper busy female service providers create one marketing workflow to book more clients and increase their income and impact in about an hour a week. And I also host expert interviews on marketing in general. If marketing is something that you want to learn more about for your business, subscribe to the podcast or to the YouTube channel. I would definitely welcome that. Today, I'm so excited to be chatting with Cynthia Pacheco of Digital Bloom IQ. I was fortunate enough to be on her podcast I have worked with her um, so that she can help my SEO. She's incredible and she is literally my go-to SEO person. I've been waiting to get her on this channel. So let me introduce her to you guys. Cynthia Pacheco is the owner and the founder of Digital Bloom IQ, a digital marketing agency specializing in helping female business owners and brands grow their business and change the world. She and her team are incredibly passionate about assisting female founders and in making an impact and partnering with their clients to reach more people who are already searching for them online. After five years of corporate working with companies like Avon, Sears, and Hyundai, she transitioned into the small business world, focusing on creating a digital marketing agency that specializes in SEO and Google Analytics services. She is on a mission to inspire health and wellness businesses to be more intentional about their SEO marketing and share more of their healing talents. When she's not working, she you can find her playing with her daughter, who's adorable, watching NBA with her boyfriend, or watching Gilmore Girls on her couch. Welcome, Cynthia. 
Thanks, Jen. Oh, so excited to be here. <laughs> and if you are not a healthcare provider, if you're a photographer or business coach or something else, do not click off this episode because her information will literally resonate with any um, service-based entrepreneurs. So don't leave, stick around because we've got so much goodness to come. I always start with this first question. I love to find out sort of how my guests have gotten to where they are in business today, because oftentimes it's a totally windy road. And I feel like that's really helpful, especially for entrepreneurs to know that everyone gets to a certain space at a different time and in a different way. So Cynthia, I'd love for you to tell me about your like how you got to the business that you're into today. Yeah. So like the intro said, I was in a corporate job and I actually had a friend who started her own business and I was like, whoa, there's just so many cool women out there doing cool things. And I realized at that time that no one was really talking about web analytics and data. And I know for a small business, we have so many things we can be focusing on. But I was really passionate about this Google Analytics thing. And that's what, what, what I was doing in my job. I was working with web analytics. So that was kind of my kind of like starting point. And I was doing web analytics. And then I quickly realized again that for a small business, we have so many things we need to be doing. And I found SEO to be just this, again, untapped area that a lot of female businesses and, and male too, but it was just like a really male dominated field. Uh, and in terms of how people talk about it, it's very technical and I'm totally not like that. <laughs> like I have a technical background. I started, you know, coding websites when I was 16, but I, I was like, I need to talk about SEO and Oracle cards. I want to like combine this, like just more approachable, especially because so many small businesses feel like SEO is just not not a way to get clients. So that happened about three years into my business, the SEO, and that's what I've been doing since. And uh, I just love it. I feel like it's so, so important. <laughs> yeah. I, I chose to work with Cynthia from the different SEO experts out there because she has a way of talking about SEO, which for most business owners is like overwhelming and technical. And she has a way to break it down into like, like understanding the why, because for me and most entrepreneurs, when you know why you should do something different, it, it really motivates you to do it differently. Right. Yeah. But if you're not understanding the whole process or, or the lingo, even for that matter, it can get really sort of complicated and you make it sound like way way more you make it sound easier and 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 it actually makes it easier to do the work because of the way that you explain it so thank you for that well that's how it should be <laughs> right i just want to say like if you're fall i mean this goes for all areas of business if you feel like you're following someone that's like making you feel boggled Stupid. Down. like I'm not saying <laughs> some things are hard I'm not saying that but like you know what I mean when you're like okay I can do the hard things but if it's like feeling super over your head like I don't want to do this then maybe you need to change like who you're following right because I've like over the years you just 
you learn like you get to follow people who like inspire you to do hard things, but in a way that feels like okay, not to, like torture. Yes, like more enjoyable, right? Which yeah. to me, SEO and enjoyable never went together until I met you. So that's the compliment. Um, so let's start at the very, very beginning for anyone that is listening. What is SEO? Okay, so SEO stands for search engine optimization. And I know that sounds really uh, like techie and maybe complicated to some of you, but all it means is that we're helping humans who are searching for us in Google and other search engines find us um, because our sites automatically get picked up by these search engines. And then there's things we can do to help people who are typing in Google, like maybe they're typing um, yeah, Pinterest marketing <laughs> or Pinterest marketing for photographers in Jen's case. And so someone like Jen would want to show up for those kind of keywords. So there's things we can do to promote and market our business so that we're showing up in those searches and we're getting people who are finding us and buying from us. Perfect. That is I would probably have taken three paragraphs, just try to say it as an example. <laughs> um, why, why is SEO so important? So with all the things as an entrepreneur and all the different hats that we're wearing, why is SEO really important, an important part of our marketing process to be able to double our efforts of the work that we're putting in? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally get this question because I'm in the same boat. Like we have so many things we have to do. I have a one-year-old daughter. Like I am, you know, I've got the things to do. I got the list. Um, but why SEO is important to me is that it really complements a lot of this, these other marketing channels like social media um, and, and everything really. Like if you're doing paid ads, if you're doing social media, if you're doing email marketing, um, it complements all everything else because you're really getting people who are ready to buy from you in many cases or want information. And um, like an analogy here is like, imagine that, you know, you're planting a garden <laughs> and um, so you've got some crops that grow pretty fast or that can kind of like, they grow fast, but they die fast, right? So that's kind of like social media. You might post a reel and you get some DMs, you get people buying, you can sell in stories. That's all fantastic. Um, but then there's some crops that take longer, but they kind of renew by themselves or they're year long. And that's SEO. So you plant something today, it takes months, but then you have people finding you for years and years and years. And that's what my clients and my students love about SEO is that they create something today that then continues to give them leads and sales years, right? Which I know for some of you, if you've been in a few years in your business, you are looking for quick wins, but you want to be thinking long-term, those longer-term investments. So it's it's just this perfect way of doing a little bit of both and diversifying your marketing. Yes. And I've been talking a lot and making videos and I'm going to do a masterclass on social media marketing versus search marketing, because in my opinion, you need both, right? You need to have that social media, which sometimes is part of that customer journey. They'll find you on Pinterest or a blog post, and then they'll go to search social media to find out more about you personally, like what you believe in, how you educate, what you 
what you're putting on there to make the decision if they're going to connect with you. And I know a lot, and I talk about this a lot, a lot of people will say when they send you a DM and you say, oh, great. How did you hear about me? Because you should as a business. And they'll say Instagram because what they hear is how did you find me? What they're telling you is where they last were when they made the decision to work with you or connect with you. And when you ask a second clarifying question, like, that's great. Did you use a hashtag or were you referred to me so that we can think those people or use those hashtags in the future? I have found that 80 to 82% of the time when I ask that clarifying question, it comes back to Google search a blog post or Pinterest. And here we are giving all this credit to Instagram when it's really (laughs) the search marketing that's giving us the new eyeballs on our stuff. Yeah, there's so many factors. And I know a lot of people talk about the first touch, the last touch, you know, but I I feel like, again, that because there's some people who don't use Instagram. I know for those of us who are in Instagram, it's hard to think about that because we're so addicted to it. But there are subsets of audiences. I know I'm I'm a millennial, but I have a lot of friends that don't use Instagram and they're millennials. Um, Yeah. So you have to think about how are you reaching those people who aren't totally addicted to Instagram or an older audience? Like, um, so there's just this huge untapped opportunity there. And it's like, why not? Right. Why not? Um, and, and again, the search algorithm, like Google's algorithm is light years ahead of anything in Instagram because they've just been doing it longer. So the way people find you on Google is going to be much more interesting, I think, than someone searching an Instagram. And I recently talked to an Instagram expert about this. We had an interesting conversation about searching in both of these platforms. Yeah. And I, and I also feel like too, it it really doesn't even matter which generation we are all as human beings today trained to Google it. Like we use exactly. the Google as a way of saying, get on the internet and find it, right? Absolutely. Like Google it, go, just go Google it, that answer. Yeah. Um, so it'd be nice for us to show up in Google as our businesses, right? So yeah. on that topic, how can we find the keywords that people are searching for to find our business? Yeah. So for those of you who are like just tapping into this SEO thing, keywords are words or phrases that people use to find us in Google, right? So those are like the, yeah, the nuggets, I guess, where people are asking something or they're ready to buy, like they could be looking for a Pinterest marketing course. So that means, hey, they're looking for a course there. It's called a transactional keyword. So they're ready to buy versus, um, I'm using Jen's business, but maybe we could think about a photography business like um, best photography spots in California. I know that California is really Or big, San Jose. But... Yeah, yeah, exactly. City-based. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's an informational search. And so that could be someone who's either thinking about hiring a photographer or maybe they're thinking about doing it themselves, but they are a, still a really good potential client for you because they're kind of on the fence about that. So these are the phrases that we want to be including in our sites um, in order to show up and to tap and connect with these people. So how to get started with keywords. The first step is to 
do actually to not think about SEO, which is weird, but to really step back and think about who's our audience. Like I recommend doing a little bit of market research. If you've already done that, then you can think about it specifically for SEO. Like what are the, who are the people using SEO and like, why are they using it? What's going on in their life? So again, if you're a wedding photographer, you're thinking about the bride, you know, she's stressing it's in the middle of the night. She hasn't booked her spot, her, you know, her location, uh, where she's going to shoot her beautiful wedding dress and all that. So you want to get into that because that's going to help you tap into some really interesting words and key phrases that maybe you wouldn't think about if you just went directly to the keywords. Um, so doing a little bit of that and asking people as well. So you know your audience, so tapping into your own wisdom, but also asking and maybe a survey, maybe just talking with a client being like, hey, have you searched anything in Google lately? Like, what do you search in Google? Just ask them, right? Um, and you might be surprised what they say. Uh, so that's the first step. Once you've got those initial keywords, you can then do a little bit more um, kind of like data and quantitative research around how many people are searching those things. Because the idea with SEO is you want to be using words that words and phrases that a lot of people are using or most, you know, you've got some sort of subset, like if no one's using that, then you could still write about it, but it's not going to be really SEO friendly. Um, so you can use, um, there's keyword tools. My favorite one that, that's paid and it's really easy to use is called Keywords Everywhere and it lives right in the browser and you can just search and it'll tell you like a hundred people are searching this or a thousand people are searching this. Um, so that's a great place to get started, but make sure you do step one because a lot of people just jump to the other thing um, and they end up targeting these really, really popular keywords that are harder to rank in and then they get frustrated and then they give up and they're like, I don't want to do SEO anymore. <laughs> yes. It feels like failure when you're doing what you think is the right thing. I, I agree with that. Yeah. This was such a juicy podcast that unfortunately we had to break it up into two parts so that we could keep it short and sweet and easy to listen to. So stay tuned for next week when we'll have the continuation of Easy SEO, How to Get Started Today with Cynthia Pacheco. Thanks for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to subscribe to the show to be automatically notified for each episode. Visit the notes for the links mentioned in this episode and to connect with me. And as always, please take one tip from this episode and implement it in your business. Bye.